0: Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Haley. And we are Reels on Reels.
1: So we're back, and we're here to talk about some more years of movies in the 2010s. 2013. Yes. Yeah, so we started off, we did 2010 through 2012 already, and now we're going to start with 2013, see how far we get.
0: All right. Let's all do right. this.
1: So the first one that we have on our list is I'm Pacific es-
0: Rim. I'm excited about this one.
1: Yeah?
0: I love this movie. Yeah. Come on. This is all about, like, big monsters and robots. Yeah, so How can you a go brief wrong?
1: brief plot summary if you haven't seen Pacific Rim. This is set in some point in like of the future where aliens have like like I don't know, can you even really call them aliens, but
0: creatures. They're like creatures yeah. from another realm, I guess, you yeah, can call it that way.
1: Yeah, creatures have kind of like risen up from the depths of our oceans.
0: What did they call them? They were Kaiju. Kaiju yes.
1: Yes. So they've they've came up from the depths of our oceans and the only way that we were able to defend ourselves is by creating these massive robots that two people have to control
0: yeah they're like tied neurologically
1: yeah like the you got two people who are working together in the robot like and they have to be very very compatible with each other like they have to be able to like sync up perfectly exactly i forget the word that they used
0: yeah, I forgot it, too. But because on the body, they're saying that the body can only take uh, so much. Um, one body can only do so much, and it's not enough to control the robot. So it would take two people to be able to control the robot. One half.
1: Drift so, compatible. Yes. Drifting. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yes.
0: She remembered it.
1: Yes, I, re- I remembered what it's called. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So we got, like, two pilots who mm-hmm. they they run these robots. And they have to fight these creatures. And so it, it leads for, like, a really awesome concept.
0: Oh, yeah. That's bringing back, like, you know, 1970s Japanese animation. Yeah. Like, that I grew up on.
1: Yeah. And this one was directed by Guillermo del Toro, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he just, brought, like, a whole bunch of that, like, fantasy element he did. to it. And he it, totally it made did. it so
0: awesome to watch. He totally did. Yeah. Like, and you
1: could you could just tell, like, the care that he brought into yeah, it. The first I was kind of like...
0: Worried. I was like, is this, because knowing Del Toro, that fantasy realm that he, he go, always goes into, I just never, I guess I never saw it being in the realm of robots and like, you know, big monsters like Kaiju, like Godzilla type stuff, but he actually did a really good job with this.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. I, I think he brought that whole fantasy experience into the whole drift compatibility Yeah, and just like the the mythos of these creatures and like just the lore of everything coming together like that that fantasy element was definitely very present throughout the film even though it was very much action-based
0: yeah excellent film
1: yeah super fun to watch like we've watched this one multiple times yeah like even to this day it's still fun to just sit down and watch while, civic room
0: pop it on the streaming service or in voodoo or or wherever we have it yeah and we're just like, oh, just sit down and watch it. We've seen it, you know, pop it in the background, watch it doing, while we're doing something else. And then mm-hmm. stop for a second and watch what's actually happening in the movie, our favorite parts, you know?
1: Yeah, we, we love seeing, just so, having our films in the background throughout our everyday. It's very creative.
0: Yeah. Excellent.
1: Yes, so Pacific Rim, if you haven't seen that one, we definitely recommend that. Yeah, You have, to, you have to
0: go watch it, yeah.
1: Yeah, they've come out with a sequel at this point. We didn't like it as much. Like it, no, it still has, it still has some redeemable yeah, moments and it. it's still a fun concept, but the first one is definitely, it's got like the heart in it yeah. that made us fall in love with it. Yeah. yeah. So Pacific Rim definitely recommend that one. Uh, the next one we have written down is the first. Now you see me.
0: Now this one was kind of interesting. It- just, just the whole topic about magic. Yes, interests yes. me for sure.
1: Of course, it does. So, because you're magical.
0: I'm, I am. Yes, I'm. I'm the magician of sorts. Yes, in my own right.
1: <laughs> so, brief plot summary: <laughs> Now you see me is about all these different magicians who end up coming together, and they make this magician supergroup called the Four Horsemen, mm-hmm. and they start pulling off these massive heists. And it's like, how are they doing this? Yeah. How are they doing this? And we we get to see kind of the inner workings of how they do it. But this first, now you see me again, has this whole like magical element to it.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of layers involved in this. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's it's really fun to see the whole mystery come together.
0: Yeah. How it unfolds. Yeah. In, and and uh,
1: so many cool the elements. journey
0: that it takes you, and you're like, wait, ah, oh, wait, that was a sleight of hand type of thing yeah. that's happening, and you know they let you see something else but then are you really seeing what's really happening in front of you mm-hmm. and you know it's just, they take the word magic and magic tricks and they really involve it in this film mm-hmm. in every which way they could think of doing
1: yeah it's like how how so, to bring like real world stuff and still make it magical yeah make it seem like it's got that allure of magic yeah so I, I watched that one again recently and i'm I'm very pleased to say that it still has that same sense up. of wonder to it even though even, I already know what happened. I was gonna
0: say even though you've already seen it
1: yeah even even though I've already seen it like it still has that same effect on me no matter how many times I watch it okay and that's definitely why it's on this list yeah. because it, it just has that magical
0: effect to it yeah I thought the cast was pretty decent Oh yeah I mean I think their personalities really they didn't really clash. They kind of like worked off of each other quite well, Mm -hmm. so which is kind of nice. It's nice to see that in in a group. Yeah, it was like that.
1: They worked together. They blended. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like everybody has like a part to play in the big picture of things.
0: Exactly. Again, the the whole multi layer part of of being, um, the film Mm -hmm. and magic and magic tricks and not? so yeah
1: the twists and turns are very fun to see for the first time if you haven't seen it they're great to see for the first time well
0: even if you haven't seen it like in a I while s- yeah it's, even even watch, it's still like, oh, there oh, yeah i forgot about that part like yeah you yeah know? the
1: wonder can still be there every time you watch it yeah oh man that that movie is really well done
0: yeah i felt like i was a little kid watching magician yeah. watching this movie yeah like That's, you have
1: that sense of like oh this is so cool
0: yeah yeah, you know, sitting down watching somebody do magic tricks in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, like my uncle when he does all the magic tricks to show the the kids in the family. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like even watching him, I'm like, oh, how did he do that? Even though he showed me how to do how he does it, right? But it's, I'm it's still the like way the way it was it. presented, right? And mm-hmm. the movie has that same feel. Yeah, you know, like you're watching a magician do this in front of you, and yeah, I love that stuff.
1: Yeah, like, the first Now You See Me is, like, that. that's fantastic. The twists and turns are just, mm-hmm. they stick with you.
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah,
1: you know, like, I, I, I can't believe this movie was in 2013. Like, it feels so much more recent than that because yeah. of how, how much the stuff that's in that movie sticks with me.
0: Yeah. this—that's
1: so. That's one of the wonders of doing this is, like, wow, that movie was that long ago? <laughs> it feels so recent.
0: Oh, if you like magic, I say give this one a shot.
1: Yes, and now I'm, I'm I'm very excited to get into a horror movie. On this, 2013 was the year that The Conjuring hit theaters.
0: That's the very the first one, right? The, the one very that first started one. it all. Yeah. So, like
1: at this point, we've got like three Annabelles, we've got a bunch of spinoffs, and we're working on a third but Conjuring. But this, this
0: was the original like story that kicked off all these other movies. Yes, yes, yeah.
1: The Conjuring. So brief plot summary. It's like you really don't need too much plot summary it is like your your haunted house film it's it's something that we're so used to seeing but the way that james wan and company put this film mm-hmm. together it almost made like the haunted house thing seem fresh again like okay. it, it brought the tropes and the and the things that we're so used to seeing together in a way that I just absolutely loved, like the magic of watching that one. I'm, that's the theme of this episode. It's magic. This year is magic. Um, <laughs> but actually, actually getting to sit down and watch The Conjuring, and I saw this one in theaters. Okay. So I don't know if I don't know if it's them bringing in the whole Ed and Lorraine Warren with like you got like these actors playing real life people in these movies with stories mm-hmm. that they claim to be true, you know. So I don't know if that played a, a part well, in it.
0: I think that had a really good pull, yeah. on the audience because it's like it's not just like a made-up character mm-hmm. because. It is based on true stories, right? From, from what I understand. Like it is from the based real people, on
1: accounts from, from real, real people. people yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: there's there's that mystery behind it too as well. So it's not like, oh, they just made this up because... There's, well, there's that
1: whole debate about whether or not the Warrens made it up in the first place.
0: Oh, okay. Well.
1: So you, you do have that element of potential fiction to it but definitely having actors playing real people within it gives this sense of authenticity to it
0: and and for those of of us that you know enjoy like horror films and let our imaginations go wild right like Mm -hmm. it makes you really think about like like the possibilities of what can there really be you know it makes you like think about like can this happen to me
1: Mm. Yeah. Oh man, it,
0: it, that's that's a scary <laughs> thought, right? Yeah, can this really happen to me? And it's just like you're you, you know, that's what that's how horror films are, are are so good to people for those of us who enjoy it because our mind races and we just kind of start thinking about it. Like you just saying in in the dark, and your mind goes, "Oh, is there somebody in the corner?" Yeah, like you and just
1: see that that shape mm-hmm. off in the corner, and you, your mind starts telling you all yeah. the things that it could be
0: yeah and i think this movie does a good job at that oh yeah definitely so.
1: and i i think another aspect that makes this this film really stick to people even though it, it is a horror film and a lot of horror films sometimes don't have a lot of staying power unless they, they really bring something new to the table which this one does not in a lot mm-hmm. of ways is having patrick wilson and vera farmiga come in as ed and lorraine warren because both wilson and farmiga have this chemistry together yeah and even though you're watching a horror movie, you still feel like you're watching a drama,
2: yeah you yeah, have get, you have their romance
1: that. and their connection and like the whole family aspect coming through it, so even though you're seeing all these kind of scary things, you're still watching that drama unfold
0: there There are still people and their family and yeah and yeah yeah, I so think.
1: even even though you're not necessarily seeing anything new in yeah. a way like your 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 heart's in it, yeah you're connected to these characters and definitely got to give it to Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga for that. Like they hold down that whole conjuring universe.
0: They do. They really do. They, They're
1: such a pleasure to see.
0: They've been in this ever since. So yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Like any, any film that has them in it, I feel in the conjuring universe is definitely benefited from their presence.
0: Yeah. Oh, one man. way or another. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, de- I definitely have to thank The Conjuring for giving us that pairing of Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga <laughs> because they are they are a blessing. They're fantastic. Oh man, <laughs> the next one on our list is kind of a horror film. Kind of. If zombies, they're horror. Uh,
0: well, it's 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 genre. It's, right? it's, it's a, a genre. subgenre,
1: a subgenre of horror. The but, next one we're going to be talking about is World War Z. Yes. Yes. So I know this one has a lot of people who hate it a lot of people who say it's terrible
0: well I mean you know the book right well
1: I, I read so, the book yeah, I read the book and the book like, is nothing like yeah. the movie absolutely nothing like the movie the
0: book movie. was more of a survival guide right
1: it was more of a a history
0: history survival like okay. and it was
1: it was it was like a history of of a war that happened. Okay. And so you had like a bunch of like what happened or the, what the military did here, this battle, how they tried to do this and that. It was like you were reading a history book, a retelling okay. of something that actually happened. So if if you take the book out of the out of the equation entirely and you just you're seeing World War Z, again, it's a zombie film. Mm-hmm. Zom- zombies are overdone you yeah. know like every, everybody knows zombies at this point a lot of people are sticking tired of them unless they're crazy and they're me and they love zombie <laughs> films regardless
2: <laughs>
0: they that, ha- yeah <laughs> they have been a bit overdone but yeah. but yeah i mean it is still a horror, horror genre right mm-hmm. and um I mean, here, give them a little bit of a synopsis before we move forward here.
1: Zombies, they take over the world.
0: That's it. World like, <laughs> War Z. World War Zombies, right? <laughs>
1: That's all you got to know. It's like <laughs> zombies are coming and they are going to take over the whole world. It's a whole pandemic. <laughs> and it's got Brad Pitt in it.
0: So the one thing that, that got me with this film is the fact that these zombies are not your typical slow uh, walking on. They're all. not
1: Romero zombies. Yeah,
0: they're not, not. They're like...
1: 28 Days Later zombies.
0: Chasing after you... Mm-hmm. At like, you know, supersonic speed, supersonic and you can't speed. stop them.
1: <laughs> they're they're <laughs> just they're brute force. These zombies are brute, force. and they're force. smart.
0: They're like smart, yes, smart zombies.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna I was gonna debate you on that, but then I remembered the scene toward the end at the CDC. Well, the people who work at the CDC are smart, and then they turn to zombies, smart yeah. zombies. Smart zombies. <laughs> zombies. Um, but like a lot of it is a mixture of that smart factor and the brute force yeah. coming together because yeah. you you can't deny the amount of carnage that takes place in this film just because of these zombies
0: being just rushing yeah
1: yeah it's like they're just rushing and they're trying to get at a target regardless of who's in front of them even other yeah. zombies
0: they're like kamikazes right yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's like they're they're like rushing at you, and it doesn't matter if like a pile uh, the one trips and they start a pile up. It's like the ones top. in the back they're just the pile up is just going to get higher and higher, and yep. now they can reach the fifth story of a building. Yeah. Like <laughs> nothing is safe.
0: They're like water.
1: Water they're finds a way. Yes. Water finds a way.
0: Yeah. They're yes. like water.
1: Yeah. Like there's there's I I probably wouldn't say that the plot of the film is really that great. But I love the individual moments in mm. World War Z. Like there's there's so many elements that come into play in this one that are memorable. Yeah, and I, you can tell that they're memorable because I see, I see other films kind of borrow from it. Yeah. Now, so World War Z clearly had some sort of impact, regardless yeah. of how a lot of people felt about it.
0: You know what part I really liked mm-hmm. was the part when they were they were at the military base and they were trying to. Extract like communications from somebody in South Korea at yeah, the before the beginning. Yeah. Okay. I really liked that part. It was um, it was just a lot of tension because you didn't know what was going on. It was just dark, and you get all these military guys that are just like you know trained, mm-hmm. but it didn't matter.
1: <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter because these zombies are ridiculous. It, yeah,
0: and it's just there's so much tension, and you saw like the fear in these military, even though they're still composed and they're doing their job. They were so scared, like this that kind of tension that was mm-hmm. being built up, and I love that. I love that. There are some other scenes that I'm just kind of like, eh, okay, it's yeah, a little, uh, uh, you know, yeah.
1: I, I'm definitely with you there. There's there's definitely a lot of scenes in there that are, eh, but uh, like I really love the other scenes, like yeah. the plane scene. Yeah. Okay. I the scene saw. on the plane, like I, this movie has been out for like six years, but it's like zombies on a plane. Okay. <laughs> it's bad news. Yeah. Um, like. The way that the plane is just completely overwhelmed by them, like, yeah. like you see that, like they borrowed from that with Train to Busan, yep. that comes out three years later. Yeah, they they use that same type of idea of these like zombies just overwhelming a yeah. small compact space,
0: confined spaces. Yeah, yeah.
1: and just, uh, the drama involved in that is so intense. Mm-hmm. It's intense. Oh man.
0: Yeah. Just what? what do you do? Right. What, yeah. Really? What can you do? You have you have matters seconds. Yeah, really? you gotta.
1: You just gotta act. Yeah, and I I thought the movie really portrayed that like, holy crap moment. Like I gotta I gotta act now. Yeah, it's like, survival at that. Yeah, point.
0: yeah pure survival instinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, definitely has good parts. Overall, the movie was great.
1: Yeah, like I I love just turning on World War Z just to see some carnage. Like. <laughs> yeah.
0: And like, there's definitely carnage.
1: Yeah, like it, it's just fun to watch those zombies just all pile up on each other and go over a wall you know they have
0: one mission and they're gonna do it oh yeah it's like no thought behind it it's just go
1: yeah and and i'm always a fan of 28 days later so i, yeah. I love the the viral zombies that run at you because you don't yeah. stand a chance no <laughs> that's terrifying to me you don't stand a chance <laughs> things running at me well no, i'm done
0: <laughs> trip over yourself
1: oh man. Oh, man. On a lighter mm-hmm. note, on a lighter <laughs> note, our, our last film that we're going to be talking about in 2013 is Frozen.
0: Yeah. Frozen. Was, it was kind of nice that, uh, you know, Disney put something out in, in a very long time that's more of a musical again. Well,
1: you say that, but yeah. I know I I showed you Tangled and I showed you. But then,
0: yeah, I you swear. were just
1: you were turned off by a lot of things that Disney was doing yeah. in like the early early to somewhat late 2000s. Uh, yeah. But it's like you get you get Tangled and Princess and the Frog like 2009 2010.
0: Well, the Princess and the Frog was actually really good. Yes, you you really get good. those in like
1: 2009 2010, and then Frozen comes out in 2013. So it's like they they were kind of doing the musical thing again. They were bringing that back. You just didn't watch them when they came out. I had to show them to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it was still not the same, though. Didn't quite feel the same. Yeah. So that's yeah. just I'm just saying. Yeah. It, it was this one nice is mainly on the list, for him. That, yeah. <laughs> it just it was nice to see. You know that the musical side of Disney came back. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Well, then you gotta say more this is on the list for you. Uh,
0: well, it's, it's it's a great film. I mean, it's just, you know there was a lot of things right off the very beginning. Just just the um, again music. It's just this is just littered with musical segments, and I love that. Yeah, and that's like, the one I, that's was missing from. Like I said, this is mm-hmm. why I liked it so much because I have not seen a Disney movie in so long that was like that.
1: Like, are are you talking about like? Them, like, going from talking into singing or something, yeah, like, an like actual musical? Yeah, it's
0: like m- most of the film is a lot of, yeah. Not just musical numbers, but yeah, yeah. actual musical actual elements. Actual musical elements to it, yeah. Yeah,
1: because I, r- I remember when we watched it for the first time, you were marveling about how um Idina Menzel and Kristen Bell, like, how they actually...
0: Yeah, yeah, saying
1: like how how would you describe that?
0: Uh, I don't remember what I said at the time.
1: Like how they were like they th- were, I'm gonna say this really bad, but they were like contradicting each other.
0: Yeah, they were. Um, it was almost like contradiction, but they're complimenting. It's, yeah, it's 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 uh, it, in, in like in like Broadway shows, and you know, you have like one person singing one section of it, and then the other person singing, contradicting that. But yet yeah, it's working together like musically like, mm-hmm. and how it's fitting together. But yet if you listen to the lyrics, they're actually like kind of against each other in a way. Like they're like opposite sides. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard to explain. It's, it's like it's, they're uh,
1: singing two different songs that still work together. But they work together, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah yes so again brief plot summary if you haven't seen frozen (laughs) i don't know what you're doing the second frozen just came out and as we're doing this podcast we still haven't seen it um but the first frozen is essentially it's based off of the gosh what is it i I forget like the danish danish tale
0: oh i don't don't know ice
1: princess something whatever you got these two sisters and they live up in this imaginary place called arendelle and the older sister has magical ice powers
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and the whole song, the whole movie is basically about her, like,
0: her struggles,
1: struggling with these powers and how to live with them and use them while also tr- becoming queen. Mm-hmm. And then you got her younger sister, Anna, who's like the, the main character in a way. Yeah. She's, she's the one that we're following throughout most of it. Yeah. She's, and she's just trying to grow up and become her own person because she's being been so with her sheltered. Sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like
0: trying to just being with her sister again, because, you know, things happen and, it's a and, tale
1: of sisterly love.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, grow, a growing, growing pains again.
1: Coming of age. Yeah,
0: coming of age story.
1: Finding yourself.
0: It, it, with both of them, mm-hmm. really. Not yeah, just, they both
1: have the same yeah. story arcs going in yeah. there.
0: And then you know you you get your anti, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Your villain. Your villain. Yeah, it was, yeah. Your antagonist. There you mm-hmm. go.
1: No antagonist. <clears>
0: yeah, your antagonist, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, and then you have your supporting. Great supporting like characters as well,
1: for better or worse.
0: For better, or worse. Olaf. As <laughs> I <was> say, <saying, laughs> Olaf, which mm-hmm. had, a, he had he had he he has his moments. He has a great number in there, which and there's a line in there that just makes me laugh every time <laughs> about him wanting to be, in, you know, around summer.
1: Wonder what snowmen do in summer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the other two. uh Anna and uh, what was it was his name? Um Christoph. Christoph was trying to like I'm gonna tell him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm she and Anna's him. like, no, don't just, just, don't tell don't him. Don't tell him. <laughs> and this, the it's whole time of Olaf bit. is singing, you know. They're both fighting, trying to you know, she's trying to keep him from telling him and yeah. she's trying to tell him that, you know, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna melt. You're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, great, great musical pieces, in my opinion. Yeah, like um, "Let
1: It Go" is a huge standout oh, song yeah. from you that. Know,
0: you know what I, I liked also was that one uh, with Anna and um, Hans, Hans, and they were completing each other's like we're, sandwiches, sandwiches. Song. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that. It was great. That was great.
1: Oh gosh, what yeah. is it? Was that called? It, it's one of the first songs toward the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, it, it happened when they were at the ball. Um, I can't
1: believe I'm blanking on what the song is called.
0: You used to sing them all the time. Um, yeah,
1: I know. That's why I'm so, so shocked that I'm blanking on every song <laughs> except for Let It Go.
0: And I do have to bring up one other character was the uh, um, the shop owner. Oh. <laughs> I have to bring him up. He's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yoo-hoo. Big summer blowout.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like the <laughs> nicest guy until you piss him off. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, yeah! Well, not even
0: piss them off. You just just insult them or whatever. <laughs> just just and then it's like just complete hundred eighty degrees. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, who's this person? Yeah, <laughs> And yeah. then he's nice again. Don't an- just,
1: don't antagonize the shop owner. No, he's no. the
0: greatest ever.
1: <laughs> there, there's a lot of things in Frozen that <laughs> work. They, they they work really well. Like yeah, I I I do think in a way that the film is a little bit overrated. Like I like I, 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 I think. It like it's a good film, regardless, but I think people put it up on too high of a pedestal.
0: I will give you that. I yeah. will. but again, the reason I like it so much is because I haven't seen a Disney film like this in a very, very long time.
1: and I find that debatable
0: personally. It's no, okay. You can we can we can talk about it more, you know, but for me personally, subjectively, right it ha- I've, I haven't had that in so long, and it was nice to see that come back so okay. That's where I'm at with it, and that's why it's on the list because I enjoyed it a lot. I, t-
1: I told y'all it's on the list for him.
0: It's for me. <laughs> it's for me. Like I think I'm gonna watch it after this after we record this podcast. I, I did here.
1: watch it again recently too. Oh, you didn't tell me. Well, I was at work. It was a, probably. Yeah, yeah I, I watched was at it on work. Disney Plus. <laughs> the new one was coming out. I just wanted to watch it. It had been a while. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So that's that's pretty much what we had to talk about yeah, for 2013. 2013. So now I want to move on to the next year, which is 2014. All right. And there are so many, so many great films from 2014. Like, 2014 is a great
0: year for us in film. Yeah, I think this was, uh, this was, this was hard for you to pick some of the films that were making it in here, wasn't it?
1: Oh, no. No, no, no. There were so many films that no. made this
0: list. No, but I'm saying, because like, you had to limit it.
1: Well, I just clearly gave up on that when it came to some other years, but
0: well, I mean, I'm talking about this year though okay, so anyway, yeah go well, ahead. I
1: narrowed it I somehow narrowed it down to five films for 2014.: there,
0: there was a lot of good films that came out this year <laughs> or 2014. in 2014 yeah.
1: 2014 was great. Like for one, we're going to go right back to Christopher Nolan, okay. The first film I have written down on this list is Interstellar Phenomenal.: Interstellar is a film. About space travel. It's mm-hmm. like you you have you have the world is dying. dying yeah. <laughs> the Actually. world is dying and we it's it's down to like the last chance of people to travel outside of our universe to look for another home yeah, we're for like, humanity. We're,
0: we're out of resources is mm-hmm. pretty much what it comes down to.
1: Yes. So we are it's it's like we're juxtaposing following this this crew of space people out looking for a new home for humanity to live on. And mm-hmm. then we're going back and we're seeing the people on earth and how they are dealing with the earth, literally dying beneath them.
0: Yep. And how they're, they're trying to get, leave the planet to go to these other places. Yeah. Okay. Well, so for the most part. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a whole combination of things. People are out exploring, trying to find things and people at home are trying to find, well, at least just. The, the people are involved. A core in group it, of people are, are are
1: trying to find a way to, to get off,
0: get off the planet, to to get to these other places. That when they do find it, we're ready for it. Mm-hmm. So, and
1: the rest of everyone else is just struggling <sighs> to survive. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's it kind of hits home if you think about it a little bit. Like
1: it's a very powerful film yeah, for me. Like yeah. this is another one that I'll watch a lot, and I and I think that a, a big part of it is definitely Hans Zimmer's score.
0: Oh, absolutely! Like
1: Hans Zimmer's music with this is absolutely stunning. Yeah. Like, does every different planet that we view have a different? soundtrack? I
0: believe soundtrack? it did have a, a different uh, motif to it. Yeah. Oh man, it's, the soundtrack
1: yeah. is amazing. The acting is great to go along with it. The yeah. worlds, I love seeing the worlds themselves, yep. and like
0: even the technology that they kind of used. Yeah. In, in their in their travels mm-hmm. was pretty interesting. Oh man! You know? Let alone the struggles of the individuals on these travels. Yeah. You know, their backstory and Mm -hmm. what's going on. And there's this whole layer of travel, like just dimension, like.
1: Yeah, like how time works. Yeah,
0: how time works. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say.
1: Yeah. So it's like, in a way, that's kind of like, getting even bigger on the whole yeah. dream thing from inception that we talked about. But yeah. now we're, we're focusing on like actual like time and how time.
0: Yeah. What did they say? It was like one minute in wherever they're at is like 30 years or something uh, like that. Not that drastic. But it, was, it was seven years. Yeah. Yeah. So every, every, every second they take is taken away from the family that they know. Cause yeah. They're like in the whole, completely. Yeah,
1: it's like you're, you're on a time limit because this this planet's time moves so much slower than Earth's time. Yeah. So like if, if you're on this planet for five minutes, you just wasted 30 years. Yeah. Of Earth's time. Like that's crazy.
0: If you think about that, it's just, yeah. And then they actually depict that. Like Yeah,
1: they, they show the, the, that. Yeah. And the, like, it, it leads to so many heartbreaking moments. Like, yeah. Like this movie makes me cry at least twice.
2: Mm-hmm. At least
1: twice. Every time, every time. No matter how many times I see it, I always cry. At two different parts specifically. Yeah. But yet I come back and I watch it again. Every time. It's a good film. That water planet is intense.
0: Well, there's a ticking time bomb in that water planet. So.
1: Yeah, and Hans Zimmer's score lets you know that. Yeah. Because it's a whole lot of ticking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They let you know
0: like the whole time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh man, inter- Interstellar, like I know, and, and this is the one that I was referring to in our last episode when I said I, th- I think Inception might be higher on my list of like favorite Christopher Nolan movies of this decade okay. than Interstellar, but only very slightly, <laughs> only very slightly. Like Inception has a lot of things going for it for me,
0: I, yeah. Interstellar
1: is just I think captivating.
0: Inter- I think Interstellar is kind of sh- shows us a brief look into where our future might take us, Mm-hmm. But it does resolve it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I mean, in in, in the story, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's gonna how it's gonna end up for us. Yeah. But in the story, it does resolve it in a way, but it still leaves you a little bit of a question, right? Mm-hmm. Where Inception, is just a question, and every time you watch it, there's always something else that kind of like makes you think otherwise. And I think that's probably why. Maybe so, so so you're slightly. saying that
1: Inception just has something that like sticks in there yeah, yeah, and makes you think more whereas yeah. Interstellar is more like it's a kind this, of,
0: It's it's done. Yeah. You you saw this film it was very satisfying and maybe there's just one little inkling at the end that they give you right? Mm-hmm. Where or or Inception uh, there's a whole lot of things that you question even though the movie finished. It's like it's got that replay to it, replay mm-hmm. value to it. You come back and you know, like start questioning it. What was I thinking about last night? My thoughts were here, but now after seeing that one little bit that happened, I'm kind of changing my mind a little bit. So it has I think that's mm-hmm. why it's a little bit higher up. But overall, both you know, Interstellar, Interstellar is, is beautiful. Wonderful. I recommend this to everybody.
1: Like if you're into like space and sci fi, mm-hmm. like Interstellar is fantastic. Yeah. I love this film.
0: Time dimensional stuff Mm -hmm. and just whatever, just anything, you know.
1: Yeah. Like I I know I have my qualms with how some of the things end in it mm -hmm. because it's kind of they kind of like wrap it up with like a pretty bow. Well, it's a Hollywood
0: ending, right?
1: yeah it's like kind of sort of like yeah. they, they lean more toward the hollywood ending yeah in but, terms of making things work out
0: yeah but that's why i said it's got still get that they give you a little bit of inkling to think about yeah like, reception they really make you think about it
1: yeah so. It's like so i i have some of my issues yeah. with how with how it ends and i know people would debate me like oh it's it's a theoretical thing we don't really know what would happen but it's like you know what would have happened
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know what happened yeah <laughs> I'm going to watch it again, see if I'm right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, Interstellar. Yeah, great cast.
0: Great. Great It's just overall, it was well done. Everything about it, Mm -hmm. production to the acting to the story, just a lot of work. You you saw a lot of work went into this and a lot Mm -hmm. of thought. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely,
1: definitely watch it. Oh, man. (laughs) Moving on to another one from this year that I love, and I saw it. It's like it's on a streaming service right now, and I can't wait to watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, Nightcrawler.
0: I'm glad you made me watch that film. Oh yeah
1: how do how do we go about doing? Oh, hold on. Okay, brief plot summary. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta remember to do that. Okay, so Nightcrawler is essentially about uh, a character played by Jake Gyllenhaal, who starts making money by going out and filming. Tragedies like car accidents, yeah, stuff like that, and selling his footage to the news. Like mm-hmm. this is a real thing that people do.
0: This is an actual uh, job title.
1: Yeah, like this yeah. is a real thing that people do. But within the film, you see Jake Gyllenhaal's character kind of gets
0: really twisted with it. He he kind of overdoes.
1: He takes it to an
0: extreme. Yeah, he he kind of eth- ethically it he went beyond.
1: He crosses some boundaries. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. But so, so how did it go about doing this one? Like, did I watch it first and then you, I made you watch it? You
0: like- saw it. You saw it. I had I had no idea what this movie was about. I've heard of it, but I had no idea what it was about. And then when you saw it and us being in film and TV, you know, you were like, you need to watch this. You need to watch this movie because this is kind of like close to mm-hmm. what, you know, stuff that we do. And yeah. And so, you know, I, I, I watched it. You, you watched it again with me. You were trying so hard not to spoil it, <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for not spoiling it. You are welcome. I am not. I am not gonna spoil it either for anybody else. But, but yes. So essentially, that's that's what it's just this guy, like you said, who got into this business and took it a little too far, mm-hmm. to say the least. Mm-hmm. Right, and so that's what it is. It's just it's just the the things that happen kind of really gut-wrenching like you know makes you like it
1: it can be a traumatic job yeah like you're seeing some pretty horrible stuff like you're on the scene of accidents you're on the scenes of yeah like crimes and murders and everything exactly and it's like it it can get to you after a while and this movie does not shy away from that fact yeah like it it really shows like the stuff that it can happen to your like psyche and your emotions and whatnot yeah and Jalen Hall's performance in this. He was great. Is fa- like.
0: I he, think everybody's performance was pretty good. But yeah. He definitely It took, really
1: focuses on him. Yeah.
0: He really took this to another level. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I don't think he got nominated for an Oscar for those. He should have. He should have. He should have. Because this was. Oh man. It's a like, good film. Like I can't even find the words to describe. Like. How his performance made me feel. Like scared.
0: Well it's like. You know, this is one of those films that, when it finished, you're just quiet. Yeah, you're absorbing what you just saw.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're like, oh. but it's a good silence. Yeah, you know, not a bad silence, because
2: mm-hmm. you're
0: actually you're in deep thought at this point. You're like, Whoa, what just happened? Oh
2: man,
0: I'm 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 angry. I'm sad. I'm like all these mixed emotions are running through you at that t- at the mm-hmm. ending of the film and. That grabs you, you know. At least that's what it did for me, mm-hmm. and I like that. I like that. Oh yeah, you know. So. Yeah.
1: So now, so now, after this, you're gonna go and you're gonna watch Frozen, and I'm gonna go in another room and watch Nightcrawler. Gotcha. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll watch that one with you too. We'll see.
1: Oh man, yeah. Nightcrawler definitely. Like that. That's a. That's a great film.
0: Yeah, that, it, like like I said, I. I had no idea what this was about to me. This is almost like a sleeper hit.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. You
0: know? Like, this should have probably gotten more, more yeah. limelight.
1: Like, this is one of those ones that every time I tell people, like, oh, this is a great movie, they're like, oh, what's that about? I'm yeah, like, you have never, to
0: watch it. I never heard the name. Yeah,
1: yeah, you have to see this because, yeah. like, it's 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 great. I love it. So, and much. There's,
0: there's a lot of films that are that are like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think they deserve a, deserve a lot more exposure,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. So, but oh, yeah, man. definitely it's. It doesn't matter what kind of field you're in. It's just this is all about work ethic and oh man,
1: the things you do,
0: the things you do for your job. That's mm. all I gotta say. Oh man. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's a that's a heavy handed one.
1: Oh yeah, talking yeah. about a sleeper hit though. Yeah. I cannot Ooh. talk about the year 2014 <laughs> without bringing up the fact that Here it gave go. me one of my favorite. Franchise's favorite films ever, John Wick. Okay? (laughs) 2014 gave us John Wick. And I will always love 2014
0: for that reason. 2014 was a great year.
1: Oh, man. Like, we've talked about John Wick on the show before. We've talked about a couple of the John Wick sequels on the show before. John Wick 3 we talked about. Yeah. But the first John Wick holds a very special place in my heart.
0: Again, this is one of those that... I had no idea what it was about. Sleeper hit, and she forced me to watch it. Yes, and- because
1: essentially how this happened is back in 2014, I was producing screenplay for my 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 university. Our, we were doing this show called Screenplay where we had some people come in and review films. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if Joseph was reviewing John Wick that week or if he just recommended it to me. But he told me that it was really good and I needed to watch it. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll go and I'll watch it. So we rented it. My family watched it first. And then I watched it by myself. And it was one of those things where I was just not paying much attention. I didn't think it was going to be that great. And I ended up dropping everything I was doing and watching this movie. Like from start to finish, I could not tear my eyes away. And then as soon as it was over, I told you, you needed to watch it. Yeah, you did. And And you didn't want to watch it either at at, first. Well,
0: it's Keanu Reeves. Like I have... I have, my, I have, like, a love and hate relationship. Maybe not even a love and hate. It's just I'm not the biggest Canaries fan, at least back then, <laughs> okay? Things have changed quite a bit now, you know, in 2019. We're in a keanu Um, Yeah, keanu Sans. <laughs> but she actually asked me, she begged me to watch this movie, <laughs> right? And I said, okay, cool. Nope, all right. She didn't tell me anything about it. Another one I had
1: to keep my mouth shut and not to spoil anything. Yeah,
0: nothing about it. So I'm going in and going, is Keanu Reeves okay? And I'm like just thinking, you know, all the older movies I've seen with Keanu Reeves and trying to find all the good stuff that I do enjoy with him in it and then some of the other stuff that I really didn't enjoy. So I'm kind of like mixed bag right now sitting and starting this movie and all that disappeared. The moment, like within five minutes of the film, I'm just like so like, Engrossed. My, my eyes were locked onto the TV. Nothing was going to like distract me. I was like blinders like on a horse and just the TV in front of me. I was just mm-hmm. boom. That was it. Mm-hmm. I could not break away. It was like, I want more. I want more. Mm-hmm. I want more. And then they give you more. And then they give you more. And then they even give you more. Mm-hmm. And I still wanted more. And then it ended. And I'm like, no, I want more. This
1: is fantastic. This is great. Yes. If you have somehow escaped hearing anything about John Wick in like the five years, ever since this first film came out, he's essentially playing, Keanu Reeves is essentially playing an assassin who has retired, you know, and then something happens that brings him right back back. into the fold. But what is so fantastic about the first film, is that they don't tell you who he is?
0: No, you want you want to know who John Wick is. Yeah, they give you little tidbits and just how he's portrayed by all these other characters you're meeting,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then they're just like, uh, like they have, all of them have different reactions when they hear his name.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: you're like, why is, is this guy so like popular in this way? Like some mm-hmm. people are so scared of him. Why, why does this
1: man command so much respect?
0: I know. Yeah, and then they explain it. Yeah, and then like. They, they,
1: by this point, it's like you've got John Wick 2, John Wick 3. It's like we all know yeah. who John Wick is and what he does. But back in 2014, when you knew nothing, nothing, and then you just sat down to watch this film, and you saw Keanu in this role that like he was born to play.
0: Yeah, I, th- I was going to jump in and say this earlier. I think the. I think they wrote this for him. Like it felt like this it, it for almost him. feels like it. Like they specifically wrote this for the way Keanu is, and the way yeah. And, like
1: I don't know if they did, but it certainly feels oh, like they did. Man.
0: It's like oh, phenomenal. Oh man, and it was like such a resurgence. I'm so glad. for I'm so happy for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like this resurgence. What do you call it? It's Keanu- the Keanu sans Keanu sense. <laughs> like it's great. Um, yeah, I couldn't get enough of it. It was. It was it was so good that mm-hmm. you know I told people at work you know my supervisor and all my friends at work I'm like you guys need to watch this and then they saw then they started recommending to other people we're recommending it to, like the whole department and we're like yeah this you guys need to watch this, this oh is, yeah
1: definitely like I, I like if, if there's a friend of mine who at this point I have not forced to watch John Wick over. yet come on over because we're gonna we'll sit you together. down on that couch and we'll, we're gonna show you John Wick okay? we'll watch all three
0: and we'll do a marathon. <laughs> if you you can
1: stand the marathon (laughs) (laughs) oh man but yeah the first john wick that that was an experience
0: it's like the it's like the mystery and the lore was all there Mm -hmm. even the lore so much it's just a mystery like yeah the mystery the lore doesn't
1: really come into play until the sequels but the mystery of who john wick is in the first film keeps me coming back to it every time oh yeah it's just such a great presentation it's still
0: my favorite out of all out, out of, of all three. of them it's yeah. like it's three came close
1: but the first one is still my favorite yeah oh man that's a great they were film. all
0: good they were all good but the first one definitely it's even now watching again even knowing who he is just mm-hmm. watching those parts with these other characters that are introduced are going uh he yeah. said enough
1: yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> it's just it's so great. Even even knowing who he is and going back and watching mm-hmm. all that stuff, and you Same just feeling, you so. you know what they mean now, and it's it just makes it even better. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, definitely, John Wick.
0: definitely high recommendations for this film.
1: Can't say enough about the John Wick
0: itself. Really,
1: <laughs> we're we're huge John Wick fans here. Yeah, huge.
0: <laughs> Keanu would love you. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Excellent. All right.
1: Moving on. Moving on. We're going to talk about another one. This one is another one that you really loved in 2014. Whiplash.
0: That brought back a lot of pain. <laughs>
1: a lot of pain from
0: uh, from being in, you know, music, um, in band and mm-hmm. the com- competitiveness of of the just just the whole like being in it and being top chair, like being the person at the top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the way, anyway, here, give a little background first, about the film,
1: well, I'm, I'm coming from not being in a musical background. So like, correct me if I'm saying anything wrong about what this film is about, but you have, um, does he do drums? It's drums, right? It's drums. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you have this, this drummer and he, he wants to be like the best drummer, like, the what was it called the first chair
0: first chair he it wants to be looks, like first chair it.
1: drummer like like if you want to equate it to like being in a play or something like he doesn't want to be like the stand-ins he wants to be like the
0: yeah he doesn't want to be the understudy he wants to be the the. yeah
1: yeah like the person so he wants to be opening night person yeah, yeah. and the the film is really about his struggle and perseverance to try to get there and you have some really intense scenes between uh, miles teller who plays the drummer and jK Simmons who plays mm-hmm. the instructor and it's just it's it's really intense
0: j k Simmons was uh very he was a lot <laughs> very like hard to handle oh yeah and it just and and like I said it was it brought back for me it brought back a lot of uh, history being in band for me mm-hmm not to the extent that this movie portrayed it. Mm-hmm. Right? Not, this movie, not that
1: much This intensity. movie
0: really <laughs> portrayed it to the point where I, like, I want to kill myself. Like, yeah. It wasn't like that, but the intensity and the, the competition between um, the people in, in your section. I mm-hmm. played the flute, right? Mm-hmm. I played the flute, and I was working so hard to be the piccolo player because you had to be top tier to get to play the piccolo
2: mm-hmm.
0: right that was either first chair lead on on the, on the flute or you went further and you, you played the piccolo right so for us for for me that was what i was saying something about when i said it brought back memories because just the competition between you know the top dog of that day can easily lose that position to mm-hmm. somebody the next day, and and like I was like, Holy you got crap. you got to
1: keep your your game up, or yeah, else you're gonna you lose your to. spot, and that like, that's like a personal failure.
0: And every day it would change, like you know my band director, you know he wasn't like J.K. Simmons style, oh yeah, but he was really serious about stuff, and he'd be like, you know what, I think about you guys swap seats. He's she's doing way better than you are right now, Ooh, and you heart need wrench. to go, yeah. <laughs> and you, and then you know next day. It might be the same. And the next thing you know, somebody that was sitting like four chairs down is up on the top because they really brought it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and then they can hold that for like a week, two weeks or whatever. And then and then there came the time for the competitions that we had to do. Oh, man. Now we're not just battling, you know, trying to be as good as we can as a group, as a, as a band, as an orchestra for the competition. But we're also fighting for that top chair because you want to be that top chair. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like you know, they say sports is competitive
1: <laughs> <laughs> that music scene sounds pretty competitive right there,
0: <laughs> it's a whole different kind of competitiveness, yeah, you know, so it's uh not physical, it's a lot of mental stuff
1: yeah, and and the whiplash really shows that that yeah. struggle, oh man,
0: yeah, like it, like
1: i- re- I remember that film being really intense it's
0: it was it really so was so intense,
1: like it's stressful, yeah. like that was an experience,
0: yeah, well j k Simmons' character is a little. Off the top,
1: well, over the know? top, yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: I'm, i don't, I'm sure there are probably instructors like that. I'm glad my my band director wasn't like that, mm-hmm. but he was pretty tough on us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, he was he was pretty because he, he 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 for, not for us, he he pushed us beyond our limit so we can be better.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and you know, and then again that competition between between the the chairs is still. You know, there's still that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But luckily, I mean, we, we were still a family, if you think about it. But there was there was definitely that competition where, like, nah, I'm going to get you tomorrow. Well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm talking yeah. about the
1: movie experience yeah. in but itself. The movie experience,
0: it's, it's, like, it's, the
1: movie in itself it's, was stressful. Mm. Like 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 I said earlier, like I'm not even in music. I've never been in band, but like I was stressful. Like I needed to be a top chair. <laughs> like I don't know how to play an instrument, but man.
0: You wanted to be on top because you don't want to be that guy in the bottom. I don't want
1: to be the one on the bottom, man. You
0: don't want him screaming at you. like No. Get like, out. you it, like, it.
1: It was giving me flashbacks to my high school experience, and I wasn't even in band. <laughs> no.
0: J.K. Simmons did a wonderful job of that. Oh, man. Yeah, the, his character was very... Uh,
1: Uh, intense is the only word i can think uh, of to really describe it
0: he's like the devil (laughs) in human form as a band director (laughs) like like,
2: that's a that's
1: a good way to describe it too like i say intense like i I like like, yours better yours is much more
0: (laughs) you know like i wanted to cry (laughs) like 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 you're saying you know you didn't you weren't even in band but then you felt felt like you wanted to be in that top chair
1: Mm -hmm. i wasn't even in band and i wanted to cry
0: i'm just glad i never had bloody fingers oh man (laughs) or knuckles like what's what's his name then so oh man
1: yeah that's it's intense and it it was one of those ones that really gave me a lot of anticipation for future work from that director yeah but i haven't liked anything from that director since so i'm thinking it's just the actual intensity and our own personal emotions that we brought into whiplash that made us enjoy that experience so much
0: the, the one thing I do have to say about Whiplash um, that I wish it could have had more a little bit more comic relief please yeah.
1: Something just to lighten it. the tension it, it, a little I bit I
0: think it really needed it Like well,
1: we're, we're sitting here talking about this movie that's I'm on stressing our, out just <laughs> about it. We're, like, we're talking about this movie that's in our favorites of 2014 list and we're like <laughs> oh it made me want to cry Yeah, <laughs> out uh, of stress <laughs> uh, my god <laughs> Like it was, it was technically well done.
0: It, it was. It was very it really technically
1: was. well done, and it had that. It had that emotion. Like you felt the emotions of the main yeah. character. You definitely did.
0: You did, for sure.
1: So in that in that regard, it was a massive success. Like yeah. it, it set out to
0: do what it wanted to do. It did. It did. Oh man! Very very chaotic editing, but I think it fits. It fits it, the, yeah, the it film fits. quite well. Mm-hmm. So. And it really did come across because you felt it. Mhm. <laughs> so yes, I really enjoy this movie. I mean, there were probably a lot of other people who were probably gonna disagree with me. Well, you never know.
1: You that's never okay. know.
0: That's okay. Like again, you know, a lot of movies are subjective, right? So mm-hmm. what would you take what you take from it is what you take from it because of your personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Right and for me, that's how that's what I took. It brought back a lot of me growing up and being in band and mm-hmm. Not to that extreme, but it was kind of nice, and it kind of brought back not just the competition, but also, like, it was like a family, you know, and and I I remember, you know, I brought that back, too, like, how we were such a, like, a family as a big group, and it was kind of nice, and then the movie kind of just, like, shatters it again, and then... <laughs> I'm freaking out now. Just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> let's
1: let's move on to one that's more lighthearted then. Let's move on. All right, my Pretty last fun. one. My last one for 2014. That is one of our favorites. Is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One.
0: Fun, 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 fun. Although the first time we saw it, I the think first time it, we
1: watched it, I wasn't a big fan.
0: I think it was a big disservice.
1: Well, because we film. watched it, we watched it at a drive-in. Yeah. And it's a very kind of dark movie. Yeah. The, the, the color grading is very dark. Yeah. So I didn't really get the full effect of what I was seeing at the drive-in.
0: Either. I didn't either. I
1: knew it had a great soundtrack, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't really know what I was watching. Yeah. But then when we saw it later, when it came out again, it, it has grown to be one of my favorite Marvel movies that they came out with. It's just yeah. such a fun time. And I liked all those actors together. Yeah. So Guardians of the Galaxy is another Marvel film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they inter- they're introducing these new characters that we haven't seen before: a band of misfits from different areas across the galaxy, and they come together in order to try to stop um, a space a space villain whose name I'm blanking on at the moment
0: Oh um. Yeah, not Thanos. The blue guy. Yeah, the blue guy. <laughs> I forgot his name.
1: The blue guy in the hood. I'm, like, I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. It might come back to me.
0: Chronos or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, man. Yeah, anyway, that yes. guy.
1: <laughs> yes. So they're they're trying to stop that guy from getting, like, an Infinity Stone, which is going to be a big thing for the Marvel Cinematic Universe in, like, pretty much every film after that. Like... This is one of those that is super, super fun. Like I said, the soundtrack is great. The characters mesh together really well. Yes, and it's just so fun to watch. It's so fun.
0: It really is. Yeah. Um, You know, because just characters alone, like I have my favorites, Mm -hmm. right? Star Lord. He can get annoying sometimes. I really like. I really like Rocket. I don't know why. That's
1: crazy. Too, I really like Rocket. Rocket's probably my least favorite. I know,
0: I know he is. <laughs> I know he is. But yeah. I really, I, I like how witty and how like like he's so serious all the time. You know, I don't know what it is about him, but I, I really do do like him.
1: I I just get a little bit annoyed by the fact that Rocket is yelling all the time. <laughs> well, like ev- everything he says sounds like he's yelling, and he is yelling because he's he a is. tiny raccoon.
0: Yeah. Oh, don't, don't call him, don't call him that. He'll yell at you. Mm. <laughs> he ain't here. <laughs> and then he'll shoot you, but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going for it. I thought the production was great, mm-hmm. um, once we finally got to see it properly. Oh, yeah. Because we actually got to see it, mm-hmm. you know, in, you know, in good sound system and, and mm-hmm. Video
1: like it's one of my most rewatched Marvel films at this point. Yeah, which I never would have thought was going to be the case when I first saw it. Really? Yeah. When I first yeah. saw it, I was like, "eh."
0: I enjoyed it quite a bit the first time. Just I, it was it didn't hit as hard because of how we saw it.
1: Yeah, like the drive-in definitely. Had yeah. to factor into it. And, like, my eyes are really not that great. So if, if you saw something that was okay, like, I really didn't see anything.
0: And people turned on the lights in the middle of it. It mm-hmm. doesn't really.
1: That darn hot dog stand.
0: Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> really do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, like, th- the first time watching it because of the drive-in wasn't a huge impact for me. Yeah. But beyond that point, like, I can, I can turn that one on and just enjoy what I'm seeing yeah. all the time.
0: I think it has a really good amount of comedy. Yeah, and I like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It didn't take itself too seriously, you know. And then when it did take itself seriously, it it was done well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, they were out to they have a mission, and mm-hmm. it, they they meant. But then there were the comedies that was thrown in there. You know, which Whiplash could have had a little bit of that. <laughs> uh, going back again, um, but yeah, you know. So I think it's it's a good mix of. Uh, drama and comedy and action and mm-hmm. soundtrack was great. Oh, yeah. Right? A, so. good, a
1: good use of that soundtrack yeah. as well. Like, yeah. it's it's one thing to have really good songs on your soundtrack and it's another to use those songs throughout the film in a good way. And I, I thought Guardians of the Galaxy did a pretty good job yeah. with utilizing those with that throughout. And it, it, the Guardians are just a fun bunch. They are. They really are. Like, I, I'm blanking on... Uh, what's Batista's character's name?
0: Oh, um, like
1: I can't believe I'm blanking on I'm, so many characters' I know. names right now.
0: And I'm trying to look it up. I'm failing because I'm. But trying I think to...
1: his character is my favorite.
0: <laughs> Drax.
1: Drax. Yes. Yeah, Drax. Drax is my favorite personally because I, I just find it funny, like the way <laughs> that he so takes literal. things so literally.
0: <laughs> I did say he's funny. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, he's pretty funny.
1: Mm-hmm. And Gamora grew on me too.
0: Uh, again, that's just a good amount of comedy splattered throughout the whole thing. Oh, yeah. I, th- I thought it was was a good mix.
1: Oh, yeah. This, it's so fun. It's so fun. I'm yeah. distracting you, you big turd blossom. And <laughs>
0: mm. yeah, what's his name? Um, uh, the leader of the, the pirates. Uh, Yandu? Yandu. I love Yandu. He's, he's one of my favorites. <laughs> hey, boy. <laughs> oh, man yandu
1: yandu's great and like the sequel for guardians of the galaxy also also a good soundtrack i I don't like the sequel to guardians of the galaxy as much i don't i don't think it's as fun like repeated watches again made that one a little bit more enjoyable for me okay but the first one this one still still one of my favorites yeah like probably one of my favorite films of the mcu entirely the first guardians of the galaxy
0: yeah I have to agree. Yeah. yeah, I have to agree.
1: I'm wonder- now I'm almost wondering if we should make just an MCU episode. Oh man, might wow. be worth it. might be worth Weird.
0: it. that's a lot of watching.
1: Well, <laughs> we've seen them all at least once.:
0: <laughs> True. Yeah. Still, that's a lot of watching.
1: Well, it's like 22 movies, right? 23? 22,
0: 23?: Uh yeah, something like that. yeah over, up the, there.
1: over the span of like 10 years, 10 plus years. A lot of movies.
0: was well, it' been yeah. Wow. Well, Iron Man
1: was in two thousand
0: eight. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Ronan.
1: Ronan, yes. Ronan, Ronan the, bad the Destroyer, guy. yes.
0: Accuser.
1: Oh, why did I get Destroyer from?
0: I don't. Know, maybe he changed it. I don't know.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, he changed it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if if Peter Quill could change it. He's Star-Lord, he's this, he's that. Well, technically,
1: he didn't change it. His mother called
0: him Star-Lord. People, well, you're right, because people just got his name wrong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I got Ronan's name wrong. No oh,
0: and he probably went, no, it's Ronan the Accuser, <laughs> not the Destroyer.
1: The Destroyer just sounds more epic. Like, why are you accusing people, Ronan?
0: Because that's his job. So? And then he lays his hammer and kills everyone. Come on. He destroys them. He accuses him first. That's <laughs> anyway, Action,
1: Ronan. Actions.
0: <laughs> he's an accuser first. Then he's a destroyer. There is is that
1: something that comes into play from the planet he's from? That I don't I'm know. Just blanking I, on. I don't I, know. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> I remembered his name now though.
1: Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> good cast.
0: Good characters.
1: Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is a fun time.
0: Yes, it is. in. Oh,
1: On that note, do you want to move to 2015?
0: Yeah, let's go ahead.
1: All right. 2015 was a harder year. A harder year for me to pick favorites from. Because, like, it wasn't necessarily a a bad year for film. But, like, there there was good ones. And not all of them we've seen. But trying to pick some that we'd consider our favorites was a little difficult.
0: Yeah. It's... (laughs) Like, it didn't seem like there was a lot that really stood out. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if I'm saying that right, but... Like,
1: there was a lot of films that we considered putting on the list that we then decided not to put on the list because we didn't really know what to say about it. Yeah. Like, they affected us at the time, but, like, could we really talk about it and say it was, like, one of our favorite ones? Like, have we really gone back and watched them again? You know? Not
0: really. Not really. Yeah, so this is, 2015 was kind of a rough.
1: Kind of a rough year. A, a lot of very serious films with not a yeah. lot of like rewatch value for sure.
0: Yeah, but but we do have. I li- got three. Yeah, So let's just go ahead and.
1: I got three on the list.
0: Now keep in mind, people. This is pretty subjective to us. Oh yeah, right? like that's so, why I'm
1: saying it's it's this isn't a best of list. This yeah, is like our favorites. our favorites
0: for the year. And yeah, this year was just really hard to pick them. Like favorites, so, yeah. yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and cuz I got two horror movies on here, so I'm going to split them up. All okay. Right. So, the first one we're going to talk about is The Witch. The Witch, stylized with two V's. So, if you if you if you've heard of like The Vivitch or something. Yeah, it's like two
0: V's <laughs> attached.
1: <laughs> the Witch. <laughs> um the Witch is a period piece set during almost like the time of like Close the Salem Witch Trials, yeah. but like a little maybe a little bit before that. But it's set during that time, and you're following a family, and you're just seeing how this family is torn apart by so many accusations. Evil, yeah, accusations, accusers. Yeah, <laughs> accusation. <By Ronan>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so it's like it, it's it's essentially how the devil can get into a family and tear a family apart yeah that's essentially what i would end yeah. up saying and this film is really technically well done like as a period piece it looks fantastic it
0: is fan- yeah it's beautiful
1: it looks fantastic the atmosphere is thick the entire time yeah the the acting heavy. oh it's very heavy, heavy. this yeah. is very heavy um the acting really fits well with it mm-hmm. and i i kept on saying like when i wrote my review for it all those years ago i said that it felt like i was watching something that i shouldn't be seeing like something okay. private
0: yeah like this is a family's own personal struggles that they should not be sharing this to the world type of deal yeah yeah
1: yeah, like it, yeah. it felt like that. Like it was, it was a very, it's very heavy, but also very memorable for me. Yeah. And that's why it ended up making this list. Because, oh man, there's so many moments in there that just really stick. Like from the goat. Oh gosh. To, um, <laughs> what's felt like to live deliciously? Mm. <laughs> you know, like there's, there's so many.
0: It really does, like, almost pit. The family members against each other mm-hmm. you know as as the movie progresses, and it's like you can't like they're not like telling you to take sides cause you can't really take sides because everything that's just happening is just wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> in every which way you want to look at least that's the way I've seen it mm-hmm. right, and it was like I was having a hard time i was you know contemplating like whose side I would go on mm-. Mm-hmm. from what's happening right i
1: was without a doubt on the side of the daughter the entire time
0: it was but i mean they were giving you so much stuff though like it just oh heavy just heavy
1: yeah it's very heavy yeah oh man but it was a strong directorial debut from the director there yeah and i i still have to see his follow-up film from beyond that I I still have to see that. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what he has to bring next. Yeah. It's like, if anything, this is like a huge year for like indie directors making films that stand out. Because there's a couple of films, too, that I thought about putting on here, but I didn't really know what to say about the film. Like, I loved the film when I watched it. Like, Advantageous was one that I was thinking about putting on here from Jennifer Fang. And like, that one is really, it stood out to me, but I really don't know what I would say about it.
0: Yeah for this that was pretty heavy too
1: yeah it's like a lot that's a lot of things with the 2015 films yeah. like they're heavy yeah they're heavy and i don't really know what to say about it like it's, it's not like a lot of rewatch value because you watch it yeah and it hits you and then you're like oh man i don't ever want to watch that again for a very long time because <laughs> i'm, I'm yeah. going to be digesting this for a while yeah
0: the witch was is definitely one of those slow burn but it's like stabbing you the whole time you're watching it
2: mm-hmm.
0: as it, as that knife is digging inside you you're just like I don't feel right mm-hmm. and it's just it's a slow burn it's a slow oh, yeah. burn
1: like I've seen a lot of people be like oh this is not good horror it's not it's not scary and I'm like well that horror isn't always scary like in your face scary yeah
0: this is just deep
1: yeah like it's it's one of those like psychological mind bending type not yeah. even mind bending but like psychological it's, it's horror psychological yeah yeah
0: yeah oh man and
1: this was kind of like like i think a24 might have existed longer than this
0: they might have uh yeah a couple years back yeah like when they first but i think 2015
1: might have been the year that they really burst onto the stage Wow. and that's when people really started like recognizing like a24 and the films that they were putting out Mm -hmm. was with stuff like the witch in 2015 so, now today, everybody knows A24 for, like, yeah. their artsy stuff. So Yeah, I was going
0: to say, artsy and very, very, like, drama. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah, so The Witch is definitely one of those, like, first films that, like, propped that up for everything that could happen there. And I was going to split these up, but, you know, they, they kind of fit in the same, the same yeah. lane, I guess. So, the other horror film that I have on here is The Invitation, Directed by Karen Kusama,
0: another surprise. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this one too.
1: Yeah, like I went into this one because I knew who Karen Kusama was before. I had
0: no idea who these people were.
1: So, having seen, like, I went into this to see this film, and this film is really about. Oh gosh, how do I even describe what this film is about? That's a a struggle.
0: (laughs) It's an invitation. Yeah. For dinner.
1: Yes. You're getting an invitation to come to dinner with a bunch of people that you like maybe haven't seen in a while. And like that, if you have anxiety, that's already a horror film in itself, like having (laughs) to go to a dinner party. But you're watching this film and you just can tell that something is not right. Yeah. And as the film progresses, you start to find out that, yeah, something's not right, but... The journey to get there is so like it makes your skin crawl.
0: Yeah, and these are like like friends who haven't seen each other in so long, but they were like good friends, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and then there's history. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and when they all finally get together, and all the history comes back, and
1: stuff comes to a head.
0: Yeah, things happen, and in
1: more ways than one, things
0: are brought up, and questions are being thrown, and you know just tension just builds and then you f- I'm not gonna spoil it
1: yeah you can't really yeah. you can't really spoil it yeah. like this is something that has to be it has to be experienced yeah, really yeah. yeah Um, and it, it's another one it's a slow burn mm-hmm. it's more of like a psychological type like it gets it gets under your skin it gets yeah. in your head and it's a drawn out just this feeling of dread this, this feeling that's a that, good word for it dread. yeah yeah like you have, you just know that something is not right and you just can't put your finger on it. Mm-hmm. You can't put your finger on it, but you know that yep. something is not right. And a lot, of, a lot of horror films that are kind of in this similar, like I, w- I almost want to call it a subgenre, okay. in a way, but like they, they kind of have the same feeling. Like I love feeling like dread. Like if you can feel dread in the atmosphere of a horror film, that is a mission accomplished in yeah. my opinion, like you want your audience to feel something
0: yeah you you got them to to react yeah, to. it's like
1: like you want them to feel something, you want them to remember how they felt when yeah. you're watching it, and I can definitely say that about the invitation, yeah oh man yep oh man, the things that I stumble upon doing thirty one days of reviews every year <laughs> Oh boy, the invitation
0: yeah yeah surprise sleeper hit again for me
1: like i don't even know if that one like like sleeper hit usually is like oh nobody was really expecting it to do well and then it did super well this one's a mm-hmm. hidden gem
0: i would say oh, there you go hidden gem yeah like
1: john wick is the perfect explanation of a sleeper hit like that one like slipped on in there no one was expecting much and then it like blew, blew up, up into okay. something huge
0: and this is just more this like one's a hidden great gem. film that nobody yeah. really knows about mm-hmm. okay
1: yeah, so two yeah. recommendations right there, The Invitation and The Witch. If you have not seen either of those and you enjoy horror that gets under your skin, I definitely recommend them. But we do have a fun one that we can talk about <laughs> now to close out this this, this segment, year. this 2015.
0: 2015.
1: And that is Star Wars The Force Awakens.
0: So that was, uh, this is... When this was released, it, I wouldn't say divided fans. I think it was a lot of just fans who were disappointed or because they kind of, a lot of people were saying it was just kind of like the rehash of a bunch of older older films.
1: We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. We will get to that later because that first thing I want to talk about is how we felt when we, how we felt when we heard that another (laughs) one was coming out. Okay. Because that's why it's on this list. All right. Okay, so for me personally, I grew up with the prequel trilogy mm-hmm. and I was a little bit too young to remember the Phantom Menace in theaters, but I do know that I saw Revenge of the Sith in theaters, yeah. and that was that was a prequel trilogy that like you knew where it was going, yeah, so I saw it in theaters, I experienced it, but you knew what the end game was because you had the original yeah, trilogy exactly. So when The Force Awakens came out, and I I got so excited because if this is going into new territory, yeah. I'm gonna get to experience this new journey,
0: as I did for episode yeah. four.
1: I was like, I'm gonna get to experience a new Star Wars journey that I don't know what the end game is. Yeah, and it's gonna be so fantastic. I'm so excited, and so even though. Yeah, like what you were saying, it's kind of like mm-hmm. a rehash of A New Hope. It follows the same story beats. I had so much fun with it, and I was excited for where it was going to go. Like, I didn't even care that it was like a rehash. I was like, this is fun. It's launching all these new characters. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with yeah. that. So that's why that's on this list, because it brought me so much joy to watch
0: that it, film. Yeah, it's like it's like the Star Wars of the, the new generation, right? Mm-hmm and yeah and and you're right, you're right, because it's giving you that what well, we got episode four mm-hmm. that's how I felt with episode four it's like this whole new thing, and there's not we don't know what what lies ahead mm-hmm. you know, and we're introduced to these characters that we all fell in love with, right, and for you, it is exactly that mm-hmm. it introduced a bunch of new people and you don't know where this is headed and this is like your star wars oh yeah that's what it felt like
1: yeah like i I love the force awakens just because it's it's it is hope it's so much hope and it's hope incarnate and i I love it for that and i love the characters that they introduced like poe is fun finn is great ray is great i'm not a big fan of kylo ren but it is what it is yeah it's like we like we get to see the original people back and like rest in peace Carrie Fisher I miss you oh man yeah it's it's great I love the Force Awakens it's just so much fun so much fun hmm <laughs> do you have anything to add to that or am I just gonna keep on dominating that <laughs> no
0: you you can go ahead like I said uh, for me you know I just it was it was a good film it was done well mm-hmm. you know it felt like a Star Wars movie so I, I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. Right, it felt like a Star Wars movie, and I enjoyed I enjoyed watching it in the theaters. Right, um, I do like the new characters that were introduced, and it kind of like giving you hope
2: mm-hmm.
0: where this is headed, you know. And um, and for what it is, um, they introduced a, a new legacy here, mm-hmm. right? They did, and I was excited for it, you know, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm trying to not think about what happened afterwards yeah but i'm 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 trying i I'm, I'm
1: trying to focus on the on feelings the, that the force awakens made me feel yeah,
0: I know but it's,
1: it's been several years since that point, so things have happened to tarnish that feeling that I had from the first one, but,
0: but yeah mean it, is um
1: when the first one came out, I was full of hope,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Full of hope for the future, what the future would bring. (laughs) Yes. And I I really love that The Force Awakens also put John Boyega on the map, that, like, people know who John Boyega is now. Like, that's fantastic. He's great. Yes. John Boyega is wonderful.
0: We were just talking about him. Yeah, because he was
1: in the tech block. Yeah. Yeah, which we talked about in our last episode in, like, the 2011 section.
0: Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, he's uh, definitely came you know made his way yes being kind of you know, a household name now i yeah. like it yep.
1: so, so i can thank star wars the force awakens for that as well
0: and and you know it, it, they did bring some of the you know characters like um what's his name the the sith um i can't think of his name right now the new one the new one um, snoke snoke
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: so it was kind of nice to see, like you know, a, a new bad guy,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, other than Kylo Ren, which I'm not a big fan of, um, but this new, you know, like Emperor type guy that's like in charge. Mm-hmm. And I wanted more. I wanted more. Why does he look like the way he does? Like,
1: how did he get in power after all that work we went through yeah, to get rid of a big guy in power?
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like you know, seeing how what he looks like and it's like, did he take a lightsaber to the face and just like. <laughs> I want to know more. You know, they introduced that in this film. Like, there's this guy. I wanted to know more. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see where where a race character was going to go. And then, you know, and uh, Finn, where he was going. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So much hope back then.
0: There was a lot of hope. (laughs) And BB-8 was just really cute.
1: BB-8 was cute. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's not R2-D2. But you can't really compare the two. They're two different types of joys. Yeah, they're different. Yeah. So. Yep.
1: Oh, man. The Force Awakens. That was was a joy. Like, I've watched that one several times, too.
0: Me, too. Mm -hmm. Me, too. I mean, we own it. I bought it. Of course we. When it came out, so. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Yes. So, that's really all I have for 2015 to talk about right now. So. We're going to go ahead and end this segment. We'll come back with some of the other years in this decade a little bit later. So I'm Haley. And I'm Eric. And we are
0: Leels on Reels.